right. Hi, everybody. Doug Billings with you, and we are The Right Side. Thanks for uh, listening. We've um, we've got a lot to talk about in just a little bit of time here tonight. The situation in Seattle it has given sleepless in Seattle a new meaning, and no longer is it merely a title of a movie with what's-his-name Hanks and Ryan, Meg Ryan. It's now literally how thousands of people in Seattle feel, sleepless, because there's chaos, there's no law and order, rapes, robberies, assaults, all under the umbrella of Mayor Jenny Durkin's description of the illegal occupation as a block party. And she said, maybe we'll just have the summer of love. Well, Mrs. Mayor, it's more like the summer of rape. What an abject, intellectually immature thing to say, and a criminal deflection away from law and order and a capitulation to chaos. You all need to know Jenny Durkin's name. You need to get online and, and give her absolute hell for this because she is absolutely uh, disengaged and out of it. A kook, a kook fringe of the New Democratic Socialist Party. She's a typical member of watching illegal activity, chaos in the streets, and saying that it's just a block party. And, and don't misunderstand. She has no concern for the safety of the people of Seattle. To her, this is all a big what to do about the deficiencies of President Trump. She figures, as all new Democrat Socialist Party members figure, that if there's more chaos in the streets, then President Trump's presidency looks fragile. But what they don't get, that's a mistake. It's a mistake. The majority of clear-thinking, logical American citizens understand this is the new Democratic Socialist Party's modus operandi, cause chaos and deflect from the incredible things that President Trump has done. People like Mayor Jenny don't want to end the chaos. They think they're out to only hurt President Trump. Their key mistake, though, thinking that their illegal and oftentimes insane tactics make sense to mainstream, common, and clear-thinking Americans. And what they don't get is it doesn't make sense to any of us. To any of us, it doesn't make sense. You can go back and look at the shutdowns of the COVID-19 virus. It never made sense to clear-thinking Americans. You know, in the beginning, in February, I began to say immediately, what? With 0.01% of our population affected by this thing, we're shutting down the entire economy? It never made sense. In Missouri, Governor Parsons, only 0.25% of Missouri's 6 million people were affected by COVID-19. But he ordered the economy shut down. The state shut down. In Missouri, currently 872 deaths. That's 0.014% of the population. I've said it from the beginning. I've told the governor, Governor Parsons, that this was ridiculous, absolutely wildly unnecessary. And now he has a challenger, Sandra McDowell. And I kind of dig her. She's got it. She's, she's a clear thinker. Governor Parsons inherited the governorship in Missouri because the former governor resigned. So he was never elected by the people. And I think that the people of Missouri ought to rethink his governorship. I think you need to look into Sandra McDowell and uh, do some research on her because she, she's thinking clearly. She agrees. She agrees with my assessment. The, the, the economy should never have been shut down. Governor Parsons shut down and ruin of the Missouri economy, just as in other states, Michigan, 
Minnesota, New York, California. I mean, Missouri's not the only one. I happen to live near that area. I was born and raised in Kansas City. So my heart goes out to the people in Missouri because the governor has ruined more lives financially than this virus will ever touch. So the so the new Demo- the new Democratic Socialist Party has an entire list of things they've tried to use to derail President Trump since the day actually before his inauguration. You know the list: Russia collusion, the FISA report, China conspiracies, the Mueller investigation, the impeachment from which he was acquitted from. And you know, let me say something about that. People say impeachment is forever. Well, that's just not true. If the president is acquitted, it goes away. It would be just like somebody on the street. John Doe is, a, is accused of a crime, but the crime goes to trial, and he's acquitted. He's innocent. The crime, the charge, is wiped out. It's done away with. It's the same thing with impeachment. And I can look at Bill Clinton and agree the same thing is true for him. He was impeached, but he was acquitted. Therefore, the impeachment is wiped out. It's erased. So impeachments are not forever. And President Trump's impeachment is over. He was acquitted. It doesn't exist anymore. But that's part of the list. Russia, FISA, China, the Mueller report, the the impeachment. They went to COVID-19, shut down, lock, instill fear, chaos. And now the riots and the whole defund the police insanity. Now, this is where, and I don't often agree with him, but Bill Maurer said that that's the worst kind of branding you could ever use, this whole defund the police mantra. It's insanity. Because again, unless you are in Chaz, you know, Seattle, or if you're on certain parts of each of the coasts, the majority of the country and the people within it simply think it's insane. And it is insane. Evidence of the obvious is sufficient. This is an insane an insane uh, idea to fund the, the police. In Florida, this week, we had an entire SWAT team resign because they said we're treated like dogs. Now, I, I, they're going to they're gonna negotiate and try to come back to work, but that's what we're up against, ladies and gentlemen. Decent, hardworking, moral police and law enforcement officers across the country are going to resign. They're going to retire early. They're going to just quit because who would want to put up with it? We already had a hard time retaining and attracting police officers in this country. And now with this whole debacle going on, this craziness, this is, it's going to become America's next genuine crisis. Not a, fa- not a fabricated one, not a manufactured crisis, but a genuine one. The resignation of law enforcement officers across the country and our inability to recruit and retain them. It's going to be a real, it's going to be a real crisis, ladies and gentlemen. At every turn of everything the New Democratic Socialist Party throws out at President Trump, they make themselves look more and more ridiculous. And now we're we're awaiting the indictments of key Obama administration officials like Comey, Brennan, Clapper, Strzok, and Page, Elisa Page. One of the group of people who attempted a modern-day coup against President Trump was recently hired by CNN as a political commentator, giving hope, of course, to many members of the New Democratic Socialist Party's electoral base of criminals, conspirators, arsonists, anarchists. Hey, if she can get a job, so can I. The whole idea of a background check and being a criminal doesn't apply anymore. If you can go to work at CNN, there's hope for me. I mean, it's CNN, crazy. It's no wonder that the Animal Planet and the Food Network rank higher in the ratings than CNN. But after all of their abject lies about Trump, the New Democratic Party's own people are the ones who have committed the crimes. 
and the ones who will be indicted. It's a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing to be watching. Sources I have within the Senate are telling me that subpoenas are coming very soon and very well-known Obama officials and more than two senators have told me this, that indictments are a real possibility. This is not only involving the president. It involves General Michael Flynn, what they did to him, who was absolutely treated in the most despicable fashion by certain members of the FBI and the Obama administration. To go after a president illegally with spying, wiretapping of phones is one thing. I suppose in some crazy way that may be expected by the other side in either party, just as a part of political hardball, I guess. But to go after a decorated American military hero and his family is one of the most abhorrent abominations, abominations in our republic's history. The New Democratic Socialist Party is responsible for it. And don't make any mistakes about that. What we're seeing is lots of legal immigrants. And I think it's incredible on these streets, legal immigrants during these riots, stressing what a beautiful country this is, the morality of America, the opportunity that awaits us here. But yet the New Democratic Socialist Party surrounded by these kinds of people that have done these things to General Flynn and President Trump are what we're up against. It's, it's absolutely insane. They have no desire to take care of this republic or you within it. They are simply after power. And you'll notice that while this is all developing, it's all developing, we're going to see these indictments come down. Where the heck is sneaky little Adam Schiff? He's completely off the grid, isn't he? Once upon a time in the not-too-distant past, he, he went everywhere, out of his way, to get his pencil neck self on TV to disparage the president, accuse him of the most terrible things, and told one bold-faced lie after another, having said, I have conclusive and real proof of Trump's guilt. What a complete crock. He actually lied about this while giving a speech to the Congress on TV. He lied about it in numerous interviews, and whenever there was a camera rolling, he fabricated story after story after story. We ought to be asking online and social media, where is Adam Schiff? The sneaky little worm and the treacherous little man that he is. Well, what they're all going to be doing is reaping the harvest of dishonesty, ladies and gentlemen. And the new Democrat Socialist Party outright hatred of the United States is in full display. And the rational, honest Americans are fed up. The new Democratic Socialist Party is nudging the entire country towards the Republican Party. Even states like California, they may go red, ladies and gentlemen, in November. Gavin Newsom, the governor over there, the shutdowns, the insanity, his terrible policies, his economic crisis, it's going to make the state turn red, I think. You know, outside of Hollywood and Los Angeles, there is a lot of Republican counties in California. And I think there's a real chance that President Trump it's going to take California. I may be crazy. Let's see what happens. But uh, I think that with all of these governors, look at Michigan. Look at that whack job up there. She is uh, she's driving the entire state towards the red. And, of course, in, uh, in Atlanta, we've got big news there in Atlanta this week. There was a, uh, another police shooting, and the Atlanta mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, she announced that the, ch- the police chief, 
submitted her resignations just hours after the after the shooting. So there was a black man killed, and look, we're gonna I'm gonna talk about this and what he did and what he shouldn't have done. But you know, it, she resigned. The police chief resigned because there was a shooting of a black man without first having gone through the investigative process to see what actually happened. This is a sign of weakness. This is what we're coming to in America again. I don't know. Uh, you know, the the police chief in in Atlanta never met her. But I would assume she's probably a decent woman, decent human being. But she resigns because of this. Why? Why? Let's at least have an investigation. It wasn't her fault. Well, she, the, the mayor said because of her desire that Atlanta be a model of what meaningful reform should look like across the country, Chief Shields has offered to immediately step aside as police chief so that the city may move forward with urgency and rebuilding the trust so desperately needed throughout our communities. Rebuilding the trust? This guy, Rayshard Brooks, the guy that was shot, he wrestled with and fought with a police officer and stole his taser. Stole his taser, started to run, pointed the taser at the officers and pulled the trigger. And the, and the police re- responded in self-defense. And so now there's a dead black man who, who committed a crime of wrestling with, assaulting with police officers because he was stopped. He was asleep in his car at a Wendy's drive-thru, ladies and gentlemen. This all began that way. But he began to wrestle, fighting with the cops, stole one of their tasers, ripped it off of their belt, and the rest is now history. Here's a lesson, and Chris Rock said it better in long ago. When you're pulled over by the cops, stop. Do as you're told. Be polite. Don't wrestle and pull away their taser, you idiots. I mean, so... Yeah, it's it's just another example of what we've come to where the police who every day face life and death, who you never know what this crazy guy is going to do. You never know which person is going to go nuts. Now we have a person that went nuts. The police responded and the guy's dead. Don't steal police tasers and don't fight cops, ladies and gentlemen, for the love of all that's good. Yeah, so that's that's the, the the this is the problem: blatant criminal attacks of a police officer, stealing one of his weapons, then charging at the officers. The police shoots because God knows what this guy was intending to do. If you don't want to get shot, here's the secret: don't assault a police officer with a weapon. Don't do it. But already. So President Trump, today is his birthday, um, over 120 some odd thousand boats out in, par- in harbors throughout uh, the country and waterways throughout the country. It's a beautiful thing. It's Flag Day. Patriotism is high. And just announced over 800,000 tickets have been requested for the rally in Oklahoma. That is phenomenal. Sleepy Joe, meanwhile, in his basement, can't even get uh, the Cartoon Network to, f- to funnel down to his, uh, his uh, TV is what I'm told, is what I'm told. So standing amid all of the smolder of this of this catastrophe, this chaos that's going on, Trump is rising up. He's taking leadership. He's doing what he was elected to do. He's ridding the country 
of of uh, of the swamp, draining the swamp. I watched it at the White House this week. There was radio host Renard Jackson, a real, really good African-American uh, radio host, very articulate, a lot of charisma. And he said this about President Trump. I wish, he said, and I'm quoting, I wish they would quit lying about what you've done, specifically for the black community. The dishonest left-wing journalists, he said, are putting more poison into the black community than any drug dealer who are killing more black folks than any white person with a sheet over their face ever did. You know, that's powerful and because it's true. And the mainstream media doesn't get it. They don't want you to know that President Trump, and they've done everything in their power to prevent you from seeing it. So in other words, what I think what we're leading up to is the new movement, of course, and you've heard it before, let's defund the media, right? Let's let's get them out of the picture. The political press went bonkers this week when, when Trump dispatched a Twitter message about an agitator in New York who fell to the ground after threatening and taunting riot police who had been ordered to clear a street. Well, they accused Trump of peddling a conspiracy theory. Well, at least they're experts on conspiracy theories. you got to give them that much, the media, right? You know, the, the old guy was pushed down. He hit his head on the concrete. He was trying to grab their radio to interfere with their communications. Again, if you don't want to get assaulted and hurt by the police, don't attack them. Don't give them cause for fear. Don't grab for their radios or their weapons. You may well get knocked down, and it doesn't matter how old you are. We've had four years of crazy conspiracy theories about Russia shamelessly peddled by the press in Washington. It's how we ended up with Mr. Trump's impeachment trial in the first place, right? He was, of course, again, as I said earlier, completely exonerated and acquitted. The impeachment no longer stands. It's erased. The media's performance during the pandemic hasn't been any better. It's been the biggest nothing burger in the history of hysteria, yet the media won't let it go. They continue it. It goes without saying that President Trump has been blamed at every turn for the pandemic. Either he was a racist or xenophobic, doing too much to thwart the communist Chinese plague, or he's not doing enough. Oh, never mind that Nancy Pelosi went out to Chinatown the day that Trump banned travel to and from China because of the virus. Apparently, if his name were Cuomo, he could do no wrong and be close to sainthood. When President Trump heralded and, and told us about the discovery that the very common and frequently used drug hydroxychloroquine could be used to treat early stages of COVID, he was excoriated in the media for hyping this witch doctor cure, this, this uh, craziness. He was accused of killing people. News readers warned citizens not to take the president's advice. Can you imagine the United States media during a pandemic, a time of crisis, during any national emergency, to tell the people not to take the president's advice? Let that sink in, ladies and gentlemen. The media of the United States of America telling us not to take the president's advice. It's mind-blowing. So after much and much back and forth, you got Fauci, who was never right, never, not once, and words are important. His projections about infection and death have never, ever been correct. 
But at least they agreed on this, that hydroxychloroquine is effective in the early stages of the virus. And as almost always happens, President Trump is proven to be right. Oh, they make fun of everything that he says. But look at the track record. He's always right. 98% of the time, he's right. So why should Americans be ignoring him during these really tough times? Should we be believing the press? The mainstream media? Are you kidding me? Or should we believe the President of the United States? I put it to you when I say defund the media. we got to stop this madness, ladies and gentlemen. Stop the descent into the abyss of the new Democratic Socialist Party's world of chaos. Mob rule, murder, rape, anarchy. Remember, they want America to burn because they think it makes President Trump look bad. And that's their key mistake. With every action these new Democratic Socialist Party members take and when they support their electoral base of felons, arsonists, looters, rioters, rapists, and anarchists, President Trump wins and becomes to be seen as what he really is. The best president in our republic's history. When Trump wins re-election in November, the new Democratic Socialist Party is going to be faced and forced to modulate their insanity. Because they're not interested in you or the republic. All they want is power. And God help us if they get it. God help us if they get it. The greatest patriot and lover of this republic is serving in public office right now as president of the United States. And every day with these riots, every day with this chaos, his reelection becomes more and more likely. It does. I want you to believe that. Thank you for listening. I'll be with you again soon. Cheers. Cheers.